Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Clefbaum. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. fun to open a show today. Yes, indeed. The main theme, Promontory, from The Last of the Mohicans, written uh, by American literary giant James Fenimore Cooper, of which uh, grew up in Cooperstown. His father uh, actually 
founded that city. Many of you know that's where the Baseball Hall of Fame is. And I was thinking of that because last night, uh, and welcome everybody, Bob Stoffer joining you on Oilers Now. And this is the stream of consciousness that occasionally occurs uh, when we're... Uh, when we're on the road with the Edmonton Oilers, we have a group of individuals uh, from um, uh, Scotia Bank who are a big uh, title sponsor for the Edmonton Oilers organization. And we have a huge personality that's on the trip, a gentleman by the name of Jesse. I know his father is listening right now, John. And we were talking about uh, uh, baseball last night in Cooperstown and, you know, where, where the Baseball Hall of Fame was. And it made me think back to... Uh, a very underrated uh, movie in the 1990s with Madeline Stowe uh, and, of course, Daniel Day-Lewis, and that would be Last of the Mohicans and one of the great themes out there. I know all during the 1994 Olympics, uh, CBS used uh, several of the cuts uh, from that soundtrack, uh, sort of doing this uh, spiritual sense of the, the athlete at that time. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Jam-packed show for you. The orders just hit the ice about four blocks away. Uh, over today at Enterprise Arena, uh, Edmonton with a huge one tomorrow night against the St. Louis Blues. But coming off a strong performance, albeit one that they had to hold on for last night, down in Dallas in the heart of Texas, a 2-1 victory over the Dallas Stars. We'll have a complete recap of last night's game. Uh, we will tell you that at 12.35 for our friends at Horse Racing Alberta, Mark Spector will join us at 105 today. NBC Sports, uh, Washington uh, Capitals analyst. Alan May, uh, who likes Spec, played for the Canadian Athletic Club, and at 135 today, uh, for Edmonton Oil Kings general manager Kurt Hill, who orchestrated a huge deal on Saturday night right after uh, the Oil Kings concluded their pre-Christmas schedule, bombing the Medicine Hat Tigers to the tune of 7-1 in a deal that saw Connor McDonald get traded to the Kelowna Rockets, who are hosting the upcoming Memorial Cup. Um, that trade got dwarfed late yesterday. Right after we got off the air, which was about uh, 3.30, I guess, central time when it ended up uh, dropping, Taylor Hall moved to the Arizona Coyotes. Um, all I can tell you is, uh, you know what? Uh, it's interesting how things have worked out for Arizona because they have been an organization like Florida that has benefited greatly from revenue sharing in the National Hockey League. And I don't even want to know the number, but it would not surprise me if they have received, since the 0405 lockout, north of $200 plus million in revenue sharing. And right now, if you go on capfriendly.com, and the numbers aren't, you know, you got to factor in LTIR and a guy like Marion Hosa or et cetera. But at the top of the charts, the team theoretically uh, seen as being the highest cap team in the league is the Arizona Coyotes, and they just landed Taylor Hall yesterday. That was a big deal. We'll be hitting on that with Spec and Al May as well on today's show. But the primary focus on today's show is going to be the Edmonton Oilers and their performance last night. I will tell you that you can reach us at the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. They're bigger and better now, 100% smoke-free on the main casino floor. River Cree Resort and Casino Excitement. Bet on it. You can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors, strong enough for every mini sticks tournament. I'm at Oilers now. 
as well as Bob and her score Stoffer. And we have a special uh, uh, co-host today uh, producing the show for us back in the studio, the color analyst of the Edmonton Eskimos. We welcome back Dave Campbell. Dave, how are you? Bob, I'm great. How are you, my friend? It's nice to be back uh, with you again. Yeah, absolutely. Give me, uh, look, uh, people had a bit la- last night in the pregame show, and I hit on it a bit today. I mean, I don't, th- I-, I talked to some people in the Arizona, or sorry, in the, uh, New Jersey organization today. We know, uh, and I know that there's a piece that ran with, uh, Jim Matheson that, uh, Ken Holland certainly inquired, which certainly, uh, I believe to be the case, and, uh, definitely Jason Greger believed to be the case over the last couple months on Taylor Hall. Um, at the end of the day, the orders weren't giving up a number one, and they weren't giving up their two best prospects, which were Bouchard or Broberg. Give me your perspective. How do you think? Uh, how do you think New Jersey did in the return on the trade? Uh, it, you know, it's it's hard to say. I think that the defenseman they got back, Dahl, I believe is his name. Um, I think that's yeah. uh, someone that is uh, definitely a, a key piece for the New Jersey Devils. Um, the the first round pick obviously is they're going to covet big time. The conditional pick will be interesting to see how that works out, especially if Taylor Hall manages to re-sign um, in Arizona. And today, uh, uh, John Chaka, the GM, said uh, we're not talking extension with Taylor Hall until after the season. We want him to get used to the Arizona area and, and, and his new team, and that's a very smart thing to do. So, um, I appreciate that Ken Holland made the effort several times uh, and spoke with the uh, Devils several times. But I'm also glad that he had the sober second, third thought, whatever it was. Maybe he even didn't even go that far, you know, saying, I, I just can't do this deal right now. I just can't. We're not in a position to do it. So um, it would have been an exciting move. I think a lot of people would have been excited. Some people maybe not. Some people may be nervous about it. But uh, I think at the end of the day, I think Ken Holland made the right decision to do, uh, not, not to do anything here. So for the Coyotes, it's win-win obviously for them because they got they got Taylor Hall so for Jersey we'll see how these prospects do but um, you know when I look at the the price that went back and even though maybe these prospects won't turn out to be you know uh, regular NHL players I just still think it's just too big of a risk for Ken Holland to, to have done and I'm glad he stood pat. Yeah, I also think the possibility, you know, it's my belief Arizona might have to go 88 to $96 million to re-sign Taylor Hall on right. your extension. Maybe they're prepared to do that. It's always easier when you're spending other people's money. Yeah, and no, because no the question. revenue sharing, that's, that's what goes on, right? Like, they're getting somewhere between 15 to $25 million a year from other franchises in the league. Like, I can tell you when Cal Nichols had the Canadian Assistance Program in the early 2000s and the Edmonton Oilers were getting $3 million uh, per season, Edmonton Cal, because that's always what gets thrown back my way when I bring this up down in the States. I'm like, well, wait a sec here. Wait a sec. Edmonton, Calgary, and Ottawa got like $3 million bucks a year. And they knew they were not supposed to be outgunning anybody for any of the top-end players. And Florida and Arizona have been bringing in big, big money uh, from the rest of the league. So basically, season ticket holders in various other markets that are revenue contributors, the top 10 or 11 teams in the league contribute revenue, have been helping fund Arizona. Now, Arizona's a big U.S. market. Uh, you want to have a template there. They're about to have a change in ownership occur that could potentially, you know, uh, 
rejuvenate that mark. They might have to move the team to Scottsdale. It's going to be an interesting thing to watch nonetheless. All right, uh, let's get right into it again. Spectre's coming up for Horse Racing Alberta. Uh, live racing Friday at 7.15 and on Boxing Day at 1.15 out Century Mile. To the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Jack with the call. Here's the recap. The Oilers and the Stars last night. An opportunity to regain first place hits Edmonton Square in its collective jaw tonight at the American Airlines Center as the Oilers open the first of two on the road in the Central in Big D. Wide open net, McDavid found Zach Cassian, who buries his 12th of the year in his 499th career game. 1-0 Edmonton time, 8.07. A centering pass deflected backdoor. Score, Leon. Drysaddle beat Ben Bishop, who was down and out. And Drysaddle's got himself another power play goal. Edmonton extends to a 2-0 lead. Radulov to Pavelski, side of the net. Sagan trying to go back door, got it back and scored. Nurse blocked the backdoor feed, and it kicked right back to Sagan, who has just scored his first goal in 12 games, and the Stars may have life. It's 2-1 with 2 seven to go in the third period. Now you said it, Jack. Has not been Edmonton's forte. And a lucky break off the deflection of Nurse, but Sagan stayed with it, and the guy can flat out score goals. Here's the finish. This is it! Klingberg up the gut. Yanmark drops it off. Corey Perry can't shoot. Pressured by McDavid. Klingberg loading, firing, tipped wide. Rebound at Sagan left corner. 30 seconds to play. 2-1 Oilers. Perry behind the net. Sagan, deep left corner. One-timer. Wide. Alexiak. Rebound. Perry can't bang it home. Koskinen might have gotten a piece. 15 seconds. Klingberg. Alexiak drive. Deflected over the crossbar. Rebound taken. It's Radulov. Eight seconds to go. Stars dishing. Back behind the net. Russell protecting. Centering pass at the horn. Blocked by Archibald. And Edmonton will hang on. Two to one is your final. The Oilers are off the stride. Miko Koskinen. 33 saves to earn victory. Good call, Jack. Makes me howl. Man, that guy's got another gear that he can get to. Edmonton gets the victory 2-1 over the Dallas Stars. Dave Tippett said it was a 60-minute effort last well, we night. We wanted to get a good start and a good end. You know, I like our guys were real focused today. Even in the morning skate, you could tell there was a real, you know, a real business-like uh, approach to it, and uh, which was good. As a coaching staff, we kind of let them do their thing today and uh, talked a little bit about it, but it was mostly those leaders in that room that said we're going to get the job done. Uh, other than, you know, they had a hard push at the end there, but we, we were pretty solid most of the game. So I like the way we played. Hopefully we can continue that. Dave Tippett added some additional comments on an Oilers leadership group that saw their top three centers, McDavid, Drysaddle, Nugent Hopkins, while they all played center last night. Here's Dave Tippett. As I get to know that leadership group in the room there, you know, you become more and more comfortable that uh, they've really got a handle on what's going on in there. So situations like this, you... Uh, you know, you can give a little bit of tactics here and there, but for the most part, that group in there is, they're preparing, you know, the, the room in there. So I give them a ton of credit, come into a hard building against a good team, and, uh, and we found a way to win. 
34 saves last night for Miko Koskinen. Back into the Oilers now. Audio vault for direct work where here's Leon Dreisaitl on the Oilers netminder last night. He was amazing. Um, all game he was on, uh, you could tell from, from the get-go. Um, I thought our, our, our team uh, helped him out a lot. You know, I thought we were pretty solid for the most part, obviously. Um, you know, it's a good team over there. They're going to get chances, but um, you know, I thought we were uh, pretty solid. All right, so Koskinen was fantastic, especially in the third period. Dallas ported on 17 shots on goal. Uh, Dallas a little bit undisciplined. It was an odd night. Edmonton got six power plays. They probably deserved six, but maybe not a couple of they got. And then they missed like one or two, which were just bizarro. Uh, but Dallas had their sticks in between legs and that sort of thing. So Oilers go one for six on the power play. That is the most aggressive we have seen anybody kill against Edmonton all season long. Dallas really uh, tried to force the issue in great turnovers and frankly after the Oilers scored their lone power play goal in the first period that was their second power play of the game stars did a really good job uh, in the final four Oilers power plays of the game uh the three centers it worked to decrease the workload for mcdavid 5v5 ryan nugent hopkins through two periods had the most minutes played amongst the forwards oscar clefbaum played 30 minutes last night he was an absolute stud and uh, over the course of the last three games, we're starting to see the Adam Larson that we saw in his first two years in Edmonton. He's been terrific for the Edmonton Oilers. So, as Jack said, they get off the schneid. That was a big win for the hockey club, uh, and they're going to need to be even better tomorrow night against St. Louis because St. Louis, while not as good defensively as Dallas, and nobody is in the league, uh, the St. Louis Blues can score. So it's going to be a challenging game, and the Oilers have not matched up well against the Blues over the course of the last couple seasons. It is 12:20 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer with you, along with Dave Campbell. Again, you can text us on our Ashley Fine Floors text line at seven eight zero four nine six. And when we come back, we'll get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Bob Stoffer joining you from St. Louis, Missouri. Hi, this is Oscar Clefbaum from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chat. Thanks a lot, Oscar. I want to tell you about something that's taken place uh, with the uh, Edmonton Oilers here over the course of the next uh, couple weeks that you can be involved with as well. And that's the Edmonton Oilers and Safeway stepping up to ease a shortage at the uh, Edmonton Food Bank. And you can participate, Oilers fans and Safeway customers, encouraged to bring non-perishable food items to Ford Hall during the rest of the games in the month of December and enter to win special prizing. Uh, Oilers teaming up with Safeway gives you a chance to uh, give a helping hand in terms of donations to the Edmonton Food Bank in advance of the remaining home games and events in December. Non-perishable donations will be collected at Fort Hall starting two hours before puck drop until the end of the first period of all the Oilers home games left, which include December 20th, that's Friday night against Pittsburgh, uh, Saturday night against the Montreal Canadiens, uh, December 27th against the Calgary Flames, and December 31st, New Year's Eve against the New York uh, Rangers. Donations will also be collected during the Oilers Skills Competition on December 29th. Uh, tickets to the games are not required to... Uh, uh, to drop off uh, donations. The Edmonton uh, Food Bank has been a long-standing partner with the Oilers and Safeway. And you uh, will get an opportunity uh, with each uh, game day donation of a non-perishable item. Oilers fans will be entered to win the Ultimate Oilers Game Day Experience, uh, which will take place Wednesday, January 29th. It includes an opportunity to attend Oilers practice. You go for lunch. Hey, you get a meet and greet with Jock. 
Wow. Uh, behind the scenes tour with uh, Rogers Place, a loge table for four people, uh, $250 uh, food and beverage credit, plus a meet and greet with Leon Drysettle and signed jersey. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good combination. So please participate and give if you can. All right. We are going to head in at this time into NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Um, Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromotionalMarketing.com. And here is Dave Campbell. Thank you, Bob. Busy night in the National Hockey League as we have 11 games in the schedule and the debut for Taylor Hall and the Arizona Coyotes as they are in San Jose to take on the Sharks. Of course, Hall traded yesterday from the New Jersey Devils to the Coyotes in exchange for three prospects and two draft picks, including a first-rounder in 20. 20. Vegas Golden Knights are a point back of the Oilers and Coyotes for first place in the Pacific. They are at home to the Minnesota Wild. The Flames saw their seven-game win streak end on Saturday with a 4-0 loss to the Hurricanes. They host the Penguins tonight. The Hurricanes are going to be in Winnipeg to play the Red Hot Jets who are 7-10-1 in their last 10 games. The Canucks at home to the Montreal Canadiens. Canucks have lost two straight and six of their last 10. Maple Leafs at home to the Buffalo Sabres. Leafs back after a three and back home after a three-and-one road trip. Senators in Tampa Bay to play the Lightning. They lost. Uh, the Senators did 6-1 to the Florida Panthers last night. Bruins have been struggling as they host the LA Kings tonight. They're 1-4-1 in their last six games. The Islanders are, are uh, at home to the Nashville Predators. Isles have the fourth most points in the NHL with 46. The Flyers at home to the Ducks. The Flyers on a three-game losing streak. And the Red Wings at uh, home to the Columbus Blue Jackets who have lost six of their last seven games. Ilya Kovalchuk clears waivers, so he is now an unrestricted free agent. 43 points in 81 games with the LA Kings. Bakerfield uh, Condors on the road this Saturday against the Colorado Eagles. And the Oil Kings carry a six-point division lead into the Christmas break. They're next in action December 27th on the road in Red Deer against the Rebels, Bob. All right, let's get to some text on our Ashley Fine Flores text line. Uh, the Fizzler has texted the show at 780-496-0063. Transfer payments and revenue sharing. This sounds like communism to me, Bob. Gifting an arena to a billionaire. That's just good business sense. That's from the Fizzler. Well, it's all about perspective. Some would say that Edmonton's been fortuitous that they had somebody help drive uh, a downtown entertainment arena complex, Fizzler. You know, that way we can pay for things through taxes because the economy is better in Edmonton than maybe a place like Calgary. So, you know, Fizzler, we can pay for things like police, which are really important. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. All right, uh, Bob, please get Josh Anderson. Tough, fast, and can play with good players. Well, ironically, Josh Anderson is represented by the same agent that uh, represents Taylor Hall and Andreas Athanasiu, and that is Darren Ferris. 1227 uh, in Edmonton. Bob, where are the haters now? From Dover, I guess, having fun with the fact that the others have won a game after a four-game losing streak. Oh, Topher, I, I'm, I'm sure you're in Flames country based on your texts over the last several years on the show. You're funny about once every eight times, so that's probably a couple more times out of ten that I'm funny, so that's, that, that works for you. And Mark in St. Albert uh, says, excellent game. That's how we are going to win. Larson, Clefbaum, Koskinen, and our top boys played fantastic. Mark says, Jujar Kamer, though, should sit in the press box for a game or two. His lack of effort is hurting the Oilers. 
during critical points in the game. Go Oilers from Mark and St. Albert. Yeah, Jujar has got to be harder on the puck. I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, I will say this about Jujar. He has an immense amount of fans in this marketplace. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back in Oilers now, it'll be Sportsnet spec Mark Spector for the horses in horse racing Alberta. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.